0: listener production. Hi, I'm Mm -hmm. Nat Kringoudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdow. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better.
1: Hey, Cecilia. Mm, Hello. Hi. Oh, Siri just went. No. What are you doing? I'm making Siri go off. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Well, Technology, why not for girls? Well, why <laughs> we not really for need us? to make T-shirts that say "Technology, why not for girls." I know this could be actually. You know, we we're talking about some merchandise, mm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, technology, why not for girls?" And then people would be like, "Oh, girls can use technology." But for it's some ironic. background, if people don't understand why we're talking about technology, why not for girls? Because <laughs> once Cecilia found a book, if someone could find this again for us, oh, that would be gold. Love to find that
0: book, it was like from the nineteen
1: fifties. I found it
0: in an op shop, and, and it was titled "Technology, Why Not for Girls?" And I wish I'd bought it because it, yes. I'd love to know what, what gems were in there. That could be its own podcast in itself, Technology, oh. Why Not For Girls. Well, no, apparently girls' brains can actually manage oh. to deal we'll with ask, technology. let us go. We'll except some go. days it is a struggle, but I don't think that's about it's our we're gender. we're trying to do
1: all of the things. Mm. We're trying to do all of the things. So <laughs> we were having this discussion a little while ago. Yes. I don't know why we were talking about this, but you were like... I wonder what it would actually be like to Mm. be on reality TV. Well I've just finished watching Beauty and the Geek, actually. Oh, do you know which one I loved out of those? Not Beauty and the Geek. Mm. Love on the Spectrum.
0: Oh yeah. But that's like I mean That's different. That wasn't a reality TV show in that they won money at the end, did they? No. That was just like a doco. (laughs) They just got a date. (laughs) It was just a reality, reality (laughs) show. Um and I did love it because there was a lot of love in the room. Like, it was about being kind and I think a lot of reality TV is about being unkind to each other and, you know, and trying to pit people against each other and they obviously cast accordingly right. to try and create that conflict well, and that we watch, drama, we watch it. Well, you know, I really like the geeks and the beauties. I mean, I did get towards the end, I was like, if anyone else says I've grown in confidence and over this journey, I was about to poke my own eyes out. But anyway... But for four weeks, they had this experiment. That's the other thing they kept calling it, an experiment. Mm-hmm. So for four weeks, they were living in this beauty and the geek bubble. Mm-hmm. And even that, like to take yourself out Intense. of the real world and into this reality TV world, ironic it's called reality, I guess, isn't it? Right. I can't imagine what that's like. So you went and you found oh, no, someone so we who were can talking speak about it. Like, to oh, it.
1: Who can we talk to? Mm. Like who, who can we talk to that also is going to be, you know, frank? Yes, and funny and all the things. And so we're very excited to say that we've got Zoe George joining us today. Zoe, thank you so much for taking the time to... Chat with us, enlighten us. I know, and I know that there's <laughs> so, so much I mean, more than just your journey in Big Brother the experience journey. <laughs> there's that word. Um, that I do want to talk about, but I want to start with this because this is actually how it all. Um, I was like, I, I know someone, I mm. actually know someone, I got, <laughs> <techniques>. <laughs> I got connections. So, let's talk quickly who you are and what you do. First of all, you're a mum, you're you're a, you know. Go on, talk yourself up. Tell
2: us. Tell us all about it. I also just wanted to say, Celia that I feel like I've grown a lot with that experiment. (laughs) There you go. See? (laughs) (laughs) you drunk the Kool-Aid. Good job. (laughs) Love it. um, Yeah, I'm a mum of two. I was um, actually just resigned this week. Um, I was a teacher, high school teacher, woodwork teacher. Oh, wow. Wow. And while I was on maternity leave, I started a blog called The Subtle Mummy and it's because I was as subtle as a brick in the face. (laughs) So that's how it came up with that name. (laughs) And, yeah, it kind of just took off. Um, You can't keep me still for too long. So, yeah, I'm always, like, jumping around from here to there and much to my parents' dismay, I'm still...
1: jumping around. I love it because you share so much of this on your Instagram and it's a lot of fun and you you play a lot of jokes on people and you're just (laughs) a fun person to watch. I love watching it. But let's talk about Big Brother because obviously 2020 was, that's the last Big Brother that we had, right?
2: Before Mm. COVID?
1: Well,
2: yeah, I think 2012 and then yeah, the 2020 was, they're calling it season one. What? Then the old... Big Brother people are like, what do you mean season one? This isn't season one. So, yeah, it was the first one after a long break.
1: Right. But we haven't had one since because I'm assuming COVID, right? There's
2: one this year. There's one this year. Actually, they filmed, they pumped them both out last year. Wow. That was clever. So, right after us, so I came out of the house and into lockdown. (laughs) That was fine (laughs) then. Like Could all of us, we all came months. out of a house and into lockdown I mean, anyway. <laughs> yeah, like I came out of lockdown and went into another lockdown with my family. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they were filming another season then, so, So, yeah. which lockdown was harder, lockdown with strangers or lockdown with family? Glad <laughs> you
0: asked that question.
2: Uh, well, you know what? Knowing now how long that lockdown went for, of course, the one with family, but when I was in there, like it was just a whole new experience. Didn't you don't think of it as a lockdown because you've got 20 complete strangers to get to know and all these fun activities to do every day. And you've got no idea what's happening in the outside real world. So we had, when I came out, my husband was, I said to him, I don't want to miss a day of the kids' lives. So can you just WhatsApp me a video every day? Oh, great. Um, so when I got out, they all loaded. And one of them was the toilet paper aisle in the oh, supermarket. Oh, wow. like, has there been a zombie apocalypse? Well, like, yeah, I just about. Run? Yeah, it was crazy. Like that's what blew my mind. And then I remember getting on a flight because it was my son's birthday and the next few flights were cancelled that day. So I was like, what is going on? Like I had no idea how serious this problem was and what was going on outside in the real world. How it was surreal. Running, how
1: surreal.
0: Yeah. I mean, the world would have changed anyway. It, how long were you in the Big Brother house?
2: So we, I was in there three weeks. It's a six-week ex, experiment yep, or whatever, six-week yep. show. Journey. Um, I was in there for three weeks, yeah. But three three weeks, I swear, one Big Brother day was like three normal days. I'm in
1: sure. That was one of my questions. Like at some point, is it like really friggin' boring? <laughs> like no, are you just sitting around was, like an oil painting? <laughs>
2: I wish. I actually, and I feel like we were the trial because this season the new the latest ones they got mental health days they had rest days you know we I was there three weeks and we had one off day which we changed our bedding and we did our washing and we changed our bedding every week but they we spent that day really just packing the house and that sort of thing it wasn't like I I don't know if the camera guys had a day off or whatnot but it wasn't a filming day, Yeah, but that's it, one day in three weeks and every other day you're around the clock and some of the um, challenges were through the night. So you'd be oh, trying no. to fall asleep and these alarms would blare and you'd need to go outside under this fake rain cloud and get your clothes wet in the middle of the night and then ring your clothes to see how much water you collected. It was crazy.
1: Wow. Like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about that. Can I ask you, Zoe, what was your initial reaction when you walk in? And like you say, there's 20 people because, you know, like when you've when you've known a group of people for a while, like if you're in a course or what have you, that first day where you're sizing everybody up, everybody's like yeah. trying to suss out who's who and who their people are and, you know. Yeah. To make allegiances so, even in the real world. But what's that like when you step into the Big Brother house knowing that essentially you have to try and find someone that you can, you know, yeah. make a friend with, otherwise you're kind of doomed.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, I was the second one in. There was only one person before me, which I was super happy about because I'd rather watch people come in slowly and come to me because I'm not the kind of person that... Um, runs up to someone and oh, yeah, I, want, I want to be your friend. Yeah. I'm good. just, cause I'm, I'm 40. Yeah. And yeah. most of the, these people were, um, so there was myself, a 60 year old, a 50 year old, and then everyone was younger. So literally like 19 year old in the house, 20 year olds. And it was crazy. Like to think, I'm going to have to try and make friends. And so everyone would think that I would gravitate to the older crowd, but that's not me. I'm such a fun young, you know, and I'm not going to gravitate to someone if I don't think we could get along in the real world. And I'm so young, like that oh, young at heart that I made friends with the young guys and the boys. It's always the boys. I've always been, I've grown up with lots of male friends, brothers, cousins. So The first thing I did was I tried to make an alliance on the first night with the strong boys, the strong, (laughs) cool kids kind of way. And I was like, these guys are going to keep me safe. Little did I know that the show was going to paint this portrait of this alpha gang and that it was a bad thing to be in the alpha group. And yeah, so I had no idea how that edit was going to go, but that's how it went. How funny. I can vouch
1: for that because actually Zoe and I went to a, an event and didn't speak to each other and then afterwards I put out a, a message somewhere on Instagram or something saying, you know, I got out of my comfort zone, I really don't like networking and that sort of stuff but did it and met a couple of really nice people and then you <laughs> message or somehow we messaged it and we're like, wish we actually had a said hello. <laughs> yeah. it would have been nice because we were both at an event with a lot of young people. <laughs> And I, was I saw like, that you were at the gym as well. And it was funny because
2: your name had popped up so many times, so many times being in the Greek community, and you just your name had popped up. And then when I saw you were at the same gym as a friend of mine, I was like, oh, I'm gonna message her. That's it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny.
1: It's just it's the way the way of the world now. I saw the other mm-hmm. day someone um compare Instagram to your business card, and it's so easy. It's like you meet somebody new now and you're like, hey, so yeah, you are on Instagram? It's yeah. like it's it's how you yeah. connect with Somebody, so,
0: so I just love that. to be careful. I, yeah. Totally. Hey, um, I love that you've touched on the edit as well because I think this is the thing that also freaks me out slightly about the idea of being on a show like that. Is completely yeah. out of your um control. I mean you can yeah. you can conduct yourself in the way that you think is the best way to do it but if they've decided you're the villain <laughs> or the yeah, hero that's so sad. then that's that's the way you're going to be portrayed. Did they give you support in any way around that like from a mental health perspective because there yeah. there has been quite a few stories lately of people that especially on um like The Bachelor and and uh no Married at and First Sight Maths. yeah where yeah. people have really been quite um hurt and disturbed by the fact they've been portrayed in this way.
2: Yeah. Well, firstly, I wouldn't have auditioned for the show if I thought it was anything like the older shows, like where they were just young kids getting drunk, pashing on, you know, when I saw that it was a little bit more like Survivor with all the challenges and that sort of thing. And basically from the auditions, I saw a lot of older people there. So I was like, okay, it's not what it what I thought it was going to be this is going to be a little bit more chilled and more about getting to know people and I thought you know we've, there's such a diversity in the casting um, I'll be fine and then there is a lot of discussions around how do you feel if I remember a conversation was if you say four good things about someone and then one nasty thing and that one nasty thing is the one that makes the edit and I was like, well, at the end of the day, you need to be responsible for what comes out of your mouth, irrespective. You say it, it's going to make the cut. And being a teacher and being a role model for, you know, so many people in my family, you know, my kids were watching at home. I wanted to be sure that I really filtered myself. Like if you follow my blog, I'm so brick-faced. But, and I didn't even find it hard because there were so many big personalities that <laughs> kind of just drown you out. And I was like, Happy to watch that car crash, you know. Like it was <laughs> it was totally fine. You know, there was a girl that got evicted first, and she was so loud and so like opinionated. And I was like, okay, I'm happy to just take a little bit of a back seat here. <laughs> um, I was still myself, I was still really like a prankster. They cut most of that out, but um, it was funny, they did choose. Oh, and went in regards to support, we had a social worker, so a social worker that even was dealing with our family. So Rob had support because obviously they couldn't even contact me for up to six weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, So he had access to someone and then there was a wellbeing and a a psychologist as well, which I definitely used once I got out of the house. (laughs)
1: question also is at that point I want to I want to learn like at what point did you go I'm gonna I'm gonna apply for this like and you yeah. sat down with the family and you were like
2: so yeah. mum's doing this. So I actually didn't sit down with the family. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I made a decision. Growing up, growing up I watched Big Brother so much and everyone whenever I'd meet them they'd be like oh my god you're so funny you'd be great on Big Brother like you're just you're just never-ending entertainment and so I heard that a lot But then when the auditions, when the applications started, a lot of my followers sent me the link going, you need to apply for this, you need to apply. And I was like, come on, as if they're going to pick a 40-year-old mum of two, a brief mum of two as well, like to go on a show, to be on TV, like for people to watch, like as if. So I completely took the piss. Sorry if I can't say that. But I was like so just joking in everything. Like I remember one of the questions was, who would you have dinner with, dead or alive, something like that? And I said, oh, Tupac, so I can ask him if Biggie really shot him. Like just, <laughs> I was just silly with the whole application and they must have just liked that and it worked. But I didn't actually tell my husband. Oh, my God. <laughs> my um, my brother brought it up and he's like, oh, did you see Big Brother's casting? You should apply. I'm like, actually, I already have. And my husband spun around and he <laughs> said, were well, you going to tell me about this? And I said, I didn't want to engage in a conversation on a hypothetical, like on something that's probably not going to happen. Like why get worked up? Because I'm a big believer in don't believe it until it's true. Like I don't get excited about things because I don't like to be let down. And then when um, I had my third call back, I was like, I better tell him now. (laughs) So, and my mum didn't know until I actually went in the house because I didn't want to hear that Greek um, (laughs) mum yapping in my ear. Um, And the kids thought I was going to Sydney for work. Like I didn't want to tell them. What I was doing because it would just stress them out. How fascinating!
1: What would your what would what would your husband do if he did
2: that? Mm, he would be okay.
1: I can remember my though.
0: Would back it. in the yeah. Well, you you, uh, you have history of just jetting off for you know, unknown amounts of time. Um, I do remember though back in the olden days of Big Brother when it first started, and I remember my dad said to me one day. If you go on Big Brother, I'm disowning you.
1: <laughs> so that's <laughs> the little mit mi- mi- in my but ear. You're Always right. You know, right though, because it's not the same as what it was, no, right? Well, like, right. Which and is also so nice because it was it, exactly like you said to back in the day. It was, but you've got a dis-
0: level of maturity being yeah. 40 years old where you know that, yeah. and you you understand the game, right? So it's different to being 20 and well, going, I'm going on it because I want to be famous and I want to go on the radio. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. There was definitely that aspect. I think you could tell straight away there were some people you would sit down to talk. I forgot about the cameras being there. I just went about my business. Um, Literally, everyone thought I was strategizing, but I was thinking about what herbs I can use because we had no garlic (laughs) and what I could use from the Like, because I was the cook in the house. And that was another thing. Like, I keep saying this. I'm like a broken record with this. They told me to go in and be myself and be my prankster, mum, motherly self. And I cooked every day for 20 people. And not one time did they show me in the kitchen. Like they completely really? cut so much of my personality out. Yeah. And they made drama over the stupidest things. But you could see some people, you'd sit down to talk to them and they'd be like, oh, yeah, the cameras are on us. Oh, look, the cameras are on us. And they'd really fly up to the cameras and I was like, okay, well, we know why you're here. <laughs> you not like, my I people. I love that. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. I just find it fascinating. I could keep on asking more questions about it because it's just fascinating. <laughs> what, what, how, I just can't. Like, imagine what's going on in your head where you're like, oh yeah,
0: right, oh, gee, we've got no garlic. What are we going to do? And then someone's like, yeah, oh, that- the camera's on me. I'm going to look like this and I'm going to talk. And I'm going to be like, yeah. that guy over there, he is so, come <laughs> not leave, he did that thing. And I, hang on, the
2: camera's not on me anymore. Yeah, we haven't got any garlic. Like, just yeah. so contrived. It's funny. And, like, uh, the one, I didn't want to be the mum who cries over her kids. I didn't want to be that mum. And I was like, it's going to give him an excuse to vote me out. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, I'm... I was doing it for the mums. I wanted to show mums that you can go and do what you want to do and be on reality TV if you want and leave your husband at home with the kids for three weeks if that's what you want to do. Like no one bats an eyelid when dad goes on golf trips or footy trips, you know, and no one says, oh, the kid's going to be okay. (laughs) So I was like, I need to show that I'm strong and I can do this and I didn't go and leave my kids and cry about them every day. I did cry, but under the sheets. Yeah, it was going a little under the sheet stuff going on. on. Yeah, I got picked on by someone and I was like, I'm not going to let him win. I'm not going to show that I'm weak. And so I went in the toilets and cried and then I saw four cameras. <laughs> I was like, okay, get out of here. Yeah. Do you not yeah. even get to pee in peace? No. Oh, the yeah. we're wow. facing the toilet. No. The yeah, well, I've got no gallbladder. Right. So, um, so sometimes I was like, what happens if we're in the middle of a challenge? If no gallbladder problem strikes, I need to run to that toilet. And I remember in the morning I'd sit down and I'd be like, sorry, whoever's listening. <laughs> 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 you're not worried about the camera because it's behind you. The sound. That's true.
0: I love, though, that you said that you did it for the mums because... Um, yeah. I mean, well, Nat used to take off all over the world when she was when allowed, allowed to leave. In, in the olden mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Um, and the olden days? <laughs> the olden days. And I, and, and with her encouragement, I did the same. I went to LA for like five or six days or something in 2019. And I look yeah. back on that and that for me was that experience where I went, oh my God, I exist outside of yeah. this family bubble and they exist without me for a few days. And yeah. look how empowered I am by making decisions for myself that aren't, based upon anybody else's needs and so you know whether it's three weeks in a big brother house or even just like I don't know a hiking trip for three days in the bush with one of your girlfriends whatever it is if you can find that thing where you're just doing it for yourself while it's very difficult and you do feel guilty (laughs) and you have to try and put it through all the filters to justify it it's so empowering yeah
2: you you feel guilty till you get on that plane I remember I did it. I think 2018, maybe I went, or maybe it was a bit earlier. But I decided, you know what? I need. I'm. I'm not breastfeeding anymore. I've had a child in me, on me, or sucking on me for the past five years or four years, or whatever it was, um, because I was. They were two under two, so it was like bang, bang, bang. I said, I've lost myself, and now the kids don't need me anymore in that capacity. I'm just going to, I took five days. I went to Thailand and I blogged about it and I called it a mumcation and everyone was like, you've given me the strength to do this. I want to do this. And some wanted to go with the girlfriends. I went by myself. I said, I don't want to wake up and go, do you want to go for breakfast? I'm okay. What do you want to do? Do you want to do it? Do you not want to do it? I want to go on the beach, fall asleep, reading a book and not worry about someone's snack or someone's sunscreen, you know, and that was really my first step, that first Thailand holiday.
1: That's brave, but I think it's something that a lot of women would be inspired by. Speaking of being a mum... I read on the internet that... um must be true then. Well, I think it is true because...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. That you, you
1: broke your vagina during childbirth, <laughs> which we laugh about, but you ended up with a condition called vaginismus, which is yeah. not uncommon, but women don't talk about it. And what I loved was that you yeah. were talking about it because you, again, create this opportunity of me too Can you tell us about how that was received by putting that out there? Because it's a brave thing to do, but you're a strong woman. And I know that that was something that you wouldn't have done for personal benefit necessarily. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was just a blog that I wrote. So it came in two parts. So it was called, um, the first part I spoke about my birth story, Um, I spoke about your pelvic floor and how I have an exit only hole. And that's the pelvic floor that, you know, I had issues with and the flatulence. But the first line was um, something about childbirth breaking my vagina and I need a mechanic trained as a gynecologist, <laughs> something like that. And it was really funny and I was like, I'll touch on that another time. So the first blog was really funny and lighthearted and about flatulence and me farting in the hospital in front of all my guests, that sort of thing, like trumpet styles. <laughs> and then I went into the broken part um, and that was... I, I started writing the blog. I don't plan things out. I just type. And I started writing it thinking, oh, yeah, I'll make this lighthearted as well. But it was hard to talk about and mm. it got really deep and really serious and a little bit graphic. And for me, it was really hard to write because I am of Greek background and my husband is Egyptian. So we are both quite, um, our cultures are quite taboo around talking about sex Plus being a teacher again, like I I don't want to delve too much into that aspect. But um, And then, of course, horrifically, like the worst thing that could happen happened. Um, The tabloids picked it up and they shared, they took the worst sentence possible out of that that. whole blog Mm. where it said something like, I was biting on my pillow in pain while we were having inter- intercourse. Um, and then everyone was calling my husband a rapist. Like oh, my it was God. literally, and and I was like, take it down, take it down. Like it was Daily Mail or something. I was like, take it down or half- Post, sorry. And then my husband saw and he's like, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But he took it really well. And then they ended up editing it um because I had a bit of um, rapport with this reporter. But, yeah, it was really horrible that they took that. And then everyone, it was funny to see some women being trolled and then some being like just read the article Mm. she was trying to get pregnant and she had this condition it's not like he was raping her yeah so yeah it was really hard to talk about and then I copped it after talking about it as well which is just a nightmare in itself but yeah I'm glad I put it out there because so my inbox was full of women going you've just saved my marriage I didn't know what I had and that this was a thing, and doctors told me it's normal, and it's not normal. And I'm thank you for telling us what it is, and now I can explore it and work it out. Yeah,
0: it's oh, a yeah. it's a good point too. Um, I said something on Instagram yesterday about it was a, a press conference where um, someone accidentally said the wrong thing about COVID numbers, and then of course that took off, and then he came back a minute later and said, "Oh, sorry, I got that wrong." It should have been this, yeah. but out of context, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter. So people just find the piece that suits them and they run with it. Yeah. So, what exactly what you say, they in, <laughs> in this day and age, you have to actually go, hmm, I've read one line, maybe that looks a bit controversial. I know, yeah. maybe I could read something else and see whether that really is as truthful as it
1: appears to be on the mm-hmm. first
0: reading. Yeah. 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 It's all clickbait. Yeah. Of course
1: it is. Um, we are running out of time, but I have another question. No. <laughs> um you play lots of tricks on your family. Oh, I couldn't yeah. cope with this. Well here's what I want to know. Like first of all I I like to be funny and do funny things, but when I feel like it might in that moment, like, scare the <laughs> pants off somebody. <laughs> if it's going to cause tears, do you stop? Right. And then, but really, do you never, ever feel bad? And then, do you ever worry that they're going to turn it around on you at some point and like plan some epic, like, prankster
2: joke? And you. Okay. <laughs> I well, any questions? So, where you get scared, I get excited. <laughs> I get excited. I'm like, how can I make it even like if I don't record it, I get really upset because. <laughs> I love the recording and then slowing down and repeating and like seeing his everything tremble. (laughs) Like it's, that brings joy to my life. Oh my gosh, that is best husband ever. (laughs) Ever since I was a little kid, my brother was five and a half years older than me. We used to just, you'd be scared to walk anywhere in the house because he'd be here somewhere scaring each other. Um, And then that just filtered through my life. I guess I've always been, just silly and doing things like that. And I like hiding around the corner and scaring. And I was doing it in the Big Brother house too. Like I got in Talia's bed one night when all the lights were off. And when she came to beg, I just screamed at her and she went <laughs> flying across the room. But, um, yeah, with my husband, I think sometimes I get scared, but I also know what where the line is with him. Like he doesn't like being slapped or anything like that. So <laughs> that, that is weird. me. That, but, yeah, I mean, that sounds a bit kidding. You can't even what slap I mean him it's... on the back of no, the no. neck. So like, my son has this.
1: Desire to slap my butt. Oh. It drives me insane to no end, to the point where I don't even... I have turned around... And accidentally retaliated and hit him in back, mm, like reaction. because it dr- yeah. it's a reaction. It yeah. physically drives me yeah. up the wall where you, so you could tickle yeah. me or you could do anything else, but you smack my bum. <laughs> that's it. good to know. I so, don't know yeah, why. So yeah. so you I'm watch out, Chris. <laughs> your Achilles heel has been yeah, exposed. I know, right? Butt slapping. Um, yeah. One time, wh- I
2: think one thing that stayed with him for a while was when I put a wax strip on his leg. So he had like a <laughs> naked stri- rectangular strip on his um shin for a good few months oh so God. that was really fun such a good but, sport yeah so he fun. takes it and I know also because he's got a very serious job like I, d- I would never embarrass him like if I would never film him yeah if he's in his underwear I'll put something over it you know like um I would never do something where it affects his appearance where if he goes into a meeting he can't hide it like I wouldn't Put permanent ink on his face or something like that. So <laughs> just just semi permanent.
0: There's a line. Oh, I'm <laughs> glad there's a line. I his eyebrows off you know, <laughs> yet. Yeah, and only a whiteboard
1: marker. I mean, really. <laughs> so I actually, my kids <laughs> did do that at one point. Drew on the other one while the other one was asleep. <gasps> oh, mate, it was so funny. It was Libby okay, too. Well, that's why.
2: That's why they follow me, and I keep saying that to him. He said, "Oh, I'm partnering the firm now. Like, I can't." Be doing these things with you. I said, mate, so you're not supporting my my dreams and my job anymore? Because people are here to see the pranks. My so that's true. My dream well, is to,
0: to draw want. a cock and balls on my, my husband's head while he's asleep. That's
1: Shave it. First. Do that Shave it first and then draw it on. Oh my God. Love it. So thank you so much for all the light that you bring to what can the world. be. Yeah. <laughs> even like Instagram oh, can be such a, a funny place. But you know you can always head on over and Have a look at what you're doing, and you're generally going to have a good laugh, which I just love, especially when the world's pretty serious right now. Um, Before we go, tell everyone where they can find your blog and your Instagram handle.
2: So it's on Instagram. I'm at the subtle mummy, and the blog is just again www.subtlemummy.com. Easy. Super easy. Easy. I love that. So.
1: Thank you for joining us. Um, Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we're up, I'm upset personally because Cecilia, I've just joined and t- checked, and we just don't have any more reviews to read today. Do you know? I've been keeping an eye on it, and you're right. <laughs> it's very well, disappointing. I, it I just checked it then. I checked and it the I other day, right. and I was like, nope. But that's okay. because, new. uh As always, we absolutely invite anyone to go along and review the podcast and tell us what you love about certain episodes or. Something you want us to talk about, or whatever Mm. that might look like. You know why else? Because sometimes when
0: we're in here just talking amongst ourselves, it's hard to remember that other people are listening, (laughs) listening and that's the point of it. Right?
1: That's pretty hilarious.
0: (laughs) So we want you to. I mean, and I'm even referring back to, um, like, I got a a tweet the other day from an audio book. Someone had listened to an audio book that I made in England. And um, yeah, they'd sent me a message via Twitter saying, hey, I really love this book. And I was like, see, for me, I just sat in a room for 20 hours reading a book (laughs) and then I forgot that other people were actually (laughs) going to listen to it. That's so So funny. So please, yeah, reach out. And yes, thank you, Zoe. And I'm going to try and be a lot more tolerant of my children when they do the boo around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Something to learn. (gasps) Okay, well, all right, we're out of here. Until next time, we hope you're feeling happier, healthier, and better. Listener.